What's up, Kuat? How you doing? Yeah, I'm well, bro. Obviously, we want to thank you for coming on, and we know it's time-consuming, but we appreciate your time. Um, obviously, it's a big NBL season coming up. Uh, you spent a lot of the last season, most of the last season, out with injury. How are you, how are you currently tracking with that injury? Um, I think, uh, obviously, it was a big part of why Cairns had a losing streak last year, obviously losing DJ Newbill as well. Um, how are you currently tracking with that injury? Yeah, you know, it's very unfortunate that the injury happened. Um, I slipped on the court, which was more unfortunate, but, um, yeah. you know. But, you know, the off-season, you know, while I was, you know, in the process of getting back from my injury and stuff like that, it's been very tough, I'm not going to lie. Um, the first couple of months, I couldn't even walk. Yeah. So that was tough. Um, but, you know, after I started getting better and better, um, started doing more things on my legs and stuff like that, then started getting strength on my legs back. And everything started to feel better, you know, I continue to progress throughout the month. And, you know, fast forward, I'm, you know, fully f full contact in training, um, feeling stronger than ever. So, you know, just, I gotta give thanks to God for that. For sure, that was my next, that was my next question. I mean, knee injuries are pretty serious. Like you said, you couldn't really walk. Um, I've gone through a couple myself. I did my ACL twice. Um, yeah. yeah, it's crazy, but um, yeah, are we gonna see the same quite Noi or an even better one coming back on the court? Yeah, well, I'm always improving, so definitely you're going to see a definitely better court night for sure. For sure. That's something Cairns fans can be excited for. Yeah. 100%, man. So, obviously, Cairns have a, a whole new team this year, a bit of a new chapter under under a new coach in Adam Ford. How's yep. that process so far, man, adapting to it all, personnel changes and the new coaching stuff? Must be exciting. Yeah, um, man, it's, it's different, honestly. It's... um. Basically, the whole coaching staff is um, new. Some new players on the roster. Um, I'm very confident on the team. Uh, we've been competing in practice. or Everybody's getting better individually. Um, so I can't really say much, but you guys just have to wait and see what you know what happens on the court. But um, yeah, it's going to be a very, very um, great year for us, definitely. Yeah, that kind of ties into what I was going to ask. What are the expectations? Have the goals been set out? And from a team standpoint and, and personally, like what are you planning to achieve this season? Uh, man, I'm always you know, trying to achieve the most or just whatever I can do, you know. My my ambition is to play in the NBA, so that's obviously it's up there. So as long as I strive for that, keep getting better on the court and off the court also, then I'm obviously just going to improve. So I guess that I got to put my standards very high and that's what I did. So I'm just going to keep improving. You guys just have to wait and see what happens during the season. For sure. How, how's your connection been with Adam Ford so far? Have you guys spoken much? Yeah, now nah, he's very cool. He's a very chill guy. Um, you know, he could connect to the players a lot because he's, you know, younger than um, our previous coach, uh, Mike Kelly. But, um, man, he's a cool dude, man. He knows a lot about basketball. He knows a lot about winning. Um, but very demanding, you know, very strong. Um, you know, he put the priorities for us, you know, straight ahead the first day of um, preseason. You know, he set out the priorities and, you know, we all just knock it down and listen to him. And, you know, we all trust him and he, always, and he trusts us too. And what about and what about Sam Gruggan is up there too as an AC, isn't he? Did yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Did you have much to do with him in New South Wales when you were when you were here? Yeah, I did. Um, when I was about like 12, 13 years old, um, I was in the NRTP program in New South Wales. I didn't like it at all. I'm not going to lie. I didn't like NRTP at all um, back then, but it obviously got me better. But I just didn't enjoy it as much. But that's how I met Sam Gruggan. So, you know, he's a very, still the same guy, you know, 
knows a lot about basketball, has a lot of knowledge about the game. And for her, for him to be an assistant coach this year, you know, it just helps me and it helps the other players that he also knows, you know, growing up like Mirko, um, who has a connection with him too. So it's good to have him on the on board. We're just going to get on to a little bit of your early life, man. Um, obviously, you were born in Sudan. A big part of the Australian basketball population is, is Sudanese, Australian players, African in general, actually. And, and I'm in Sydney, so I see a lot of that. I feel like they're just starting to get some love now, like more recently, especially. Even though they're still slept on, it's just creeping in a little bit more where guys are starting to show out more and get the opportunities. How does it feel being one of the, the pioneers, one of the first guys to kind of get put on the map and, and put the Sudanese community on the map? have that on your back and and take on that role model status a little bit talk to us a little bit about that yeah man it feels great um you know growing up um you know I always I obviously had to make a statement you know um playing for the New South Wales team then slowly getting better playing for the Australian team and get more recognition um for myself and for the South Sudanese um basketball community also so right now playing the NBL we have 13 Correct me if I'm wrong, 13 South Sudanese players in the NBL right now, which is huge for us. Um, it's just great. So we all got to start somewhere, you know. So now we have 13 players in the NBL, and I can't wait to see what happens in the next five, 10 years from now. Cool. Um, you played at Montverde Academy, um, which is probably one of the most well-known uh, schools in the U.S. for basketball. Um, what was the basketball, basketball program like? Um, and how did they approach you? How did you get over there? Um. Um, I, I was playing for the under-17s Australian team. We was in Dubai. Um, made it all the way to this grand finals. Lost to United States by seven points. So right after that, I believe two weeks after that, I went back to Australia. I was on my way to school with my older brother. I'm um, just walking to school. And I got a text message from David Patrick, um, who was coaching at LSU at the time. Yeah. And I opened my phone. I seen it. It was my first time getting contact from a college coach or anything like that. So... I was very amazed. I was very happy. Um, so I got the text message. He told me, you know, he wanted to recruit me to LSU. Um, obviously, Ben Simmons is still in high school at Mulberry Academy. So through the connection with David Patrick, um, he got me through to the coaches at Mulberry Academy. And that's how it all set, um, all set together. So within a month or two months after that, I was already headed to the United States. That's crazy. What's the what's the what's the basketball program like over there? Yeah, at the time we was the number one high school um, basketball team. Yep. So you already know the yeah the hype was real over there. So getting over there, I had to adjust because I've never been to America. I had to adjust the first couple of weeks. Um, the pace was very fast compared to what I was used to. Um, I never lifted weights, and over there they did lift weights in high school, so that was all new to me. Um, coach Boyle, great coach, um, knows a lot about the game. So, man, I just I was just fortunate just to be there in that position, you know. Um, did two years there, graduated high school there, and before you know it, I was headed to college. Sure. Yeah, talk to us a little bit about playing alongside Ben Simmons. Um, obviously, he's you know one of Australia's brightest products that's come out of Australia. How, how was that experience like, and what's he like? Man, yeah, Ben Simmons is a role model to me till this day. Um, you know, I've always looked up to him. Um, obviously, you know, he was raised in Newcastle, where I was raised too. That's how we first met. Our families um, met in Newcastle. So we were both young. I believe he was around maybe 10 years old. I was only like seven, maybe. Um, 
So through that connection, you know, the time he was in Newcastle, we always used to grow up playing with each other. Um, then he moved to Melbourne, and that's when I stayed in Newcastle, still developing. And to this day, we have a great connection, me, Ben Simmons, and his family. And, you know, I, I give all thanks to them, too, also, because they've brought me to this position, and they've helped me a lot throughout my basketball process, too. For sure. Bro, bro i got to ask, man, what's your take on his situation now? Where's he going to end up? Is he going to stay in Philly? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not really into that, um, the debate, the NBA debates and stuff like that. But, man, I, he's a great player, man. I get, he's still a role to me. He's still one of my favorite players. So, whatever situation he's going to be in, I know he's going to do great things. Yeah, that's fine. Good answer. Um, how are you ranked um, through the high school system in America? Did you ever get on the boards and stuff like that? No, I don't believe I did. Um, I was ranked in the power forward position in Florida. Okay. But that was about that's the most of I've been up there for for sure. Yeah, nice. So then you, you obviously had a pretty successful high school career, ranked or unranked, and earned yourself a scholarship to TCU. Uh, yep. I games there from from the numbers. Um, how was that experience like, and what was TCU like for you? Yeah, TCU is you know small campus, um, beautiful campus. Um, you know, met a lot of friends there, a lot of connections there, which I'm very thankful for. Um, you know, our coach. Great coach, um, you know, David Patrick was coaching there, the assistant coach at the time. So having him on board next to me, you know, teaching me and pushing me throughout practice um, definitely got me better. Um, but yeah, TCU was a great, great, um, great opportunity for me. Got better throughout the years, the three years I was there, improved every year. And my last year there, man, I just, I just felt like it was the right, right choice for me, you know, to turn pro. Um, I felt comfortable. Um, I felt ready to for that new for that next challenge, and you know I signed with Kansas Tigers after my third year at TCU. Yeah, that's crazy. Even during your time at TCU, I remember a game at, at Kevin Bet Stadium in Mount Druitt. Um, mm, yeah. Oh, you was there? Yeah, I was there. And um, how was that experience? You remember that the hype was crazy that game, man. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, I just remember the poster. That's it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's cool that you were doing that type of stuff, man. Like coming back, and I'm assuming that was through your connection, obviously. But we're sitting here, yep. some of the guys there. yeah, David yeah. Too. yeah, through his connection too. Yeah, uh, my first game in Mount Druid, um, it was my first time my mom came to watch me play at my sister's. So, yeah, my sister's and my mom was there at the game, and my dad was there at the game too. Yeah, so, that, that's a crazy yeah. vibe. I, I still remember that game. It was, mm -hmm. it was dope, bro. Like, yeah, man. It was well, cool, man, cool I, because some of the some of the other local boys were, were playing well too. Like they showed out a little bit, you know. So yeah, man, it was it was great energy there, man. Seeing all my Sudanese community there. Um man, it was just it felt great. I haven't had that feeling in a long time. So just to go out there and play in front of them, man, it was uh, it was great. For sure. All right, now let's uh, track ahead a little bit. We'll get on, on to the future. Obviously, you've um, touched on the NBA situation. Um, obviously, that's your aim to get back there, and that's, that's going to be the goal. What, what part of your game do you think needs to kind of continue to improve, and what do you need to excel in? You know, you've got a taste of it a little bit. I know you're on the fringe right there. What's the next step for you in terms of your game? Um, man, just being a pro, I believe, um, taking care of my body. And I think everything else will just fall like or just be in a straight line for me. So my first year here at Kansas Titans, you know, it was my first year being a pro, so I had no clue what, what was going on. But on the court um, part of it, you know, 
I was just there, you know, getting better, um, improving as much as I could. But outside the court, I wasn't really a pro. So my second year, I tried to make that a, a priority, you know, try to improve, be a better pro, you know, talk to my teammates more, look at more film, and just engage, you know, um, different ways where I can get better in my game. So coming to my third season this year, man, I, I feel like I have everything in pack together. Um, my vision's in a straight line, I'm focused. And man, like I said before, man, you just have to wait and see what happens during the season, man. Man, I'm very confident. Um, that's gonna be a great season for me and for my team too. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like having an injury like that, when you were playing some good basketball, man, like you came onto the scene at Cairns and you kind of you were you were causing some hype, man. And I remember it when you were there. And obviously when you have an injury like that, I guess you you take it for granted maybe a little bit, and then it kind of just puts that fuel back in there to to get on that stage, right? Right, right, definitely. Um, had an injury my first my first season. Had an injury my second season. So, man, it's tough. You can't you can't control it. You know, everything happens for a reason. You can't really control it. But just to keep moving forward and keep getting better. Um, a lot of people, when they get injured, you know, they fall back and they don't see the vision ahead. And with me, you know, I see the vision ahead. I have so much confidence in myself that something's gonna happen with me in basketball one day. Something special. And I can't just quit right now. You know, I have to keep pushing forward and that's what I'm going to do. Sure. sure. Um, the M the NBL calendar just came out. Is there any games circled on yours? Yeah, all of it. <laughs> One big circle. I text around the whole season. Yeah, all of it, man. All of it. Sure. I, I've been seeing a few videos online um, of you doing a little Bushman prank. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of laughs. Um, where did that idea come from? And are we going to see more of them? Yeah, uh, I, was, I was doing it throughout college, actually. I was making a lot of videos throughout college. Then I stopped that for a little bit. Then I just decided just to bring it down here. There's not many people that do pranks here in Kent. So yeah, nice. I just try to get my name out there a little bit. And it's something I enjoy doing, you know, pranking people, make people laugh and scaring people. So I just did it. And, you know, a lot of people are watching. For sure. Um, we'll get into our fan questions for those who don't know um, and are listening. Uh, we put these on our story for you guys to ask Courtnoy. First one, someone wants to know any nicknames. Um, the Silent Star. That's yeah. what I go by. Um, I'm very, I'm a very quiet person. When you meet me in person, um, you know, very to myself, and uh, I don't want people to take it personally. But that's just how I am. So that's how I came up with the name. Um, a lot of people call me Koo, Cool, K O U, and that's about it. Just them two names. Let's start. Uh, next person wants to know the best basketball moment so far in your career. Ah oh, man, I'll probably say my first game with Kansas Titans. Um, I had a double double. My family was there to see me um, play my first professional game. My childhood coach that first believed in me and put me in my first rep team was there to watch me. So I believe that's definitely one of my best moments, favorite moments. Um, and being the first Titans to have a double double on debut, yeah, double double on on the debut. <laughs> That's big. Um, NBA comparison. Who do you think you compare to in the NBA? I'll say a lot. Dang, two point oh. Uh, your favorite basketball shoe? Uh, right now I'm wearing the the Greek Freaks three. Yeah. Um, I'm not really into. Yeah, I like bright colored shoes. You know, I like bright colored shoes. I don't really like black shoes. I think they look ugly. But anything with color, straight color, I like them. But the Greek freeze, that's what I'm wearing right now. Um, we'll get into our next segment. Ten quick questions. These are just rapid fire. Um, you can use your skip button if you want. 
Um, what is something you're appreciative of? Can be anything. Um, uh, my older brother. Favorite NBA player and why? Um, Kevin Durant because he's so versatile. Um, you know, can stress the floor, can score, can play defense. Um, yeah, so Kevin Durant. Um, celebrity crush. Man, I got a girlfriend, but I can't say that. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. We ain't trying to cause no trouble. Yeah. Um, which this this is a topic actually has been going doing around a little bit for the last few months. Um, interesting to see your take on it. Which Australian state has the best hoopers? Ooh, that's okay. That's tough. That's tough. Um, I would have to go with man. Which state was dominating when you were coming up? Oh man, I would say New South Wales was dominating. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Yeah. We had some talent going coming up there. It was always New South Wales and Victoria. Are you gonna get those two? Nah, I'm stick with. I'm stick my hometown, New South Wales. Yeah. yeah. Um, favorite NBA team and why? Uh, I don't have a favorite NBA team right now. Yeah. The team that you get signed to, right? Yeah. Whatever signs me, man. Yeah. I'm. I'm with. Them. Who's the most underrated player you know or have known? Man, that's a couple. Um, Jalen Fisher, um, who was my point guard at TCU. Yeah, obviously he had some injuries um, happening, but man, he was probably the best point guard I've ever played with, and definitely one of the yeah, probably one of the best point guards I've ever played with for sure. Um, hardest player you've gone up against? Mm-hmm. Who's, given, who's given you the most work? Oh, man. The hardest player I've ever played against will be Ben Simmons, for sure. Yeah. You really have to just play against him to actually know, you know, how good he is. For sure. And that's, that's one of my biggest things as well with the whole – talking about Ben Simmons, we touched on a little bit. But, like, what gets swept under the rug with the whole situation is people forget how tough he actually is, man. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, man. He's a beast, man. Defense, like, he's been doing – he's crazy. He's a beast. Yeah, you would have seen it firsthand too, a couple of practices and things like that. Like, it would have been crazy for you. In Montverde Academy, during practices, I would always, always guard him. Yeah. And, you know, just try to get better. That, you know, just master the best player. So I always just go against him. And he always used to, you know, spit knowledge to me and just teach me a bit of, you know, different moves and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's cool. Uh, who do you think is winning the NBA next year or this year coming up? Uh, I believe it will be. Brooklyn Nets, if they're all healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you kind of already answered this, but um, who are you most excited to play this upcoming NBL season? Man, I'm every team, man. You know, um, this year's NBL season is stacked. Yeah, it is. Definitely. So uh, I'm excited to go against all the players. I'm so excited to go against the people in my position. And yeah, I'm excited for sure. For sure. Uh, all right, I think I know the answer to this, but just a formality, I'm gonna ask it. Who's winning the NBL 2022 championship? The Cairns Titans, baby. Yeah, let them hear it for sure. Um, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you so much for joining us, Kua. Um, we appreciate it. Good luck with the season. Um, we're backing you. Um, and yeah, hopefully we can get you on after Cairns win the chip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll see you after the season. For sure. Catch right. you later. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it.